0: Are you ready for some football? What a wild, wild week one. Great action, great games after what started off as a pretty weak Thursday night football game between the Bears and the Packers. Um, Just some awesome football, win from the Chargers and Seahawks. So uh, I am joined today by none other than our favorite recurring guest, Mr. Kevin Liu, to talk some betting lines, talk some football, week one action, and talk a little Jewel um, and what is going on with the Trump administration. So uh, give it up for our favorite, Kevin Liu. Welcome to the Jockcast. I think we're going to have to rename this thing uh, to include your name on it because uh, you're our, you're our only recurring guest of the podcast, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it'll fit both of us in the picture, though, you know, in that little, little, Kevin, c- little circle, circle chair you got going on. Kevin Josh talking shit. <laughs> well, you look like young Alec Baldwin, so maybe it's better for the marketing. Keep, keep you there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get your ugly mug um, on there.
1: It could really um, ruin our... <laughs> brand our many sponsors might be uh you know up in arms about it
0: yeah i was just about to get this thing sponsored by jewel uh yeah. but uh but i hear we've got some breaking news on the jewel front you want to walk through what's yeah. happening
1: just want to pour some out for our i know our listeners are big jewel fans and i just heard uh earlier today that trump's administration's moving to ban flavored e-cigs so They got lawsuits coming out, you know, coming out their ears right now, and a lot of people coming after them. The FDA is all over Jewel, so you better better stock them up while you can. Wow.
0: That could really hurt him in the, uh, you know, that that 16 to 18 range uh, is going to be voting by the time the next election comes around, right? So, you know, that could really hurt him in 2020. He's not doing himself any favors with the younger demographic.
1: (laughs) The high schoolers, yeah. Yeah, let alone our
0: twenty nine year old friends that are all smoking jewels.
1: There, yep. <laughs> he's really he must have
0: done some research and seen that that uh, his his target audience is still sticking to Marlboro, and hasn't moved over to the e cig. So you know it's a
1: bunch of liberals smoking e cigs. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because there was like a few deaths recently that were yeah. attributed to it. So I think that's what started it, and now it's just like a headline and yeah. Trump's. Trump's using taking advantage of it, yeah, I mean to, it's uh,
0: crazy because there haven't been any deaths from cigarettes um ever so <laughs> yeah never, never, so yeah, I don't know he's he's really he's seasoned on those six deaths, it's that shocking may or may not yeah. have have been attributed to to smoking, I don't know, I don't know yeah, maybe it's... maybe there's
1: something bad about jewels, I don't know, I thought they were health I thought they were a health product, yeah, I know. Who would have thought an electronic version of a cigarette is not healthy for you? You know, I never would have uh, guessed. But Jewel, you can still you can still buy us. We'll we'll rename this the
0: Jewelcast if you just the Jewelcast. <laughs> just, just I like it. Just pay me. Um, so let's talk some football. So yep. wild weekend. Great week one. Really, really entertaining slate of games this week one.
1: Yeah. What uh um... minus minus the first game, which was just terrible.
0: I've already uh, I've forgotten that. I put that out of my mind. That Bears Packers game never happened.
1: That was awful. Yeah. But, but Yeah, we we can skip that. Yeah, we are we already kind of skipped that last time. Yeah, I but, never uh, want to talk about it again. <laughs> I did I did I really want to touch because I just saw from uh you know our good boy Adam Schefter. Hunter Henry suffered a tibia plateau fracture in his left knee and is out four to six weeks or more. Oh so my another God. another charge break what are these what what are these, <laughs> what's in the
0: water in Carson? And they the, the Chargers must have the worst training staff in the world. They, they they just get these brittle guys that never end up playing for them. I mean it's just happened with Verrett, uh, where they basically draft a guy high, he gets hurt every year he plays for them and then just ends up leaving and so never plays for him. They, mm-hmm. they and Derwin. Terrible first rounder Derwin Bosa's barely stayed healthy his career I mean they just Melvin Ingram yeah over and over I don't know well I, I'm a Seahawks guy now so are I, you? it really you know it doesn't affect me any Chargers news you got you know whatever win or lose you know as long as the Seahawks are winning and uh and they did
1: they did yeah, let's, let's talk start... let's talk some Hawks let's talk, talk Hawks, Hawks baby
0: let's talk Hawks <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Doc line, hawks.
0: the 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 hawks line, the offensive line looked atrocious. Ooh. I I felt for Russ Wilson. I mean, every time he dropped back, he was doing that thing where he's like spinning left, spinning right, trying to get out of there. He had no room to move. Um, I'm really I, that's you know, even though they won the game, they won a game that they should have won by a lot more. Um, that that was a little skewed by that crazy play at the end of the half uh where cincinnati scored on a fluke um but still you know should have was widely expected to beat the cincinnati team by a lot and barely squeaked the victory out you know other than their offensive line i thought looked pretty good you know defense looked okay not great but but dalton's not bad so
1: yeah he's he's mediocre yeah he's he's
0: he's a good he's He's a good solid 15th or 16th best quarterback in the league year after year.
1: Yeah. He's definitely not in the range of like the, uh, I'd say uh, Matt Stafford, Sam Darnold range. I think he's a little bit better than those guys. Yeah. But not, not a whole lot. I mean, he's not, he obviously hasn't won a playoff game ever. And, but yeah. at the same time, he's he has a bad offensive line too. They had he got sacked five times. Russ got sacked four times. Mm-hmm. What I, was, I mean, the spread of the game was like ten and a half, I think, before kickoff, which was absurd. <laughs> which we called the, was was crazy. We called that ahead of yeah. time. It seems it seemed a little higher, or maybe nine and a half, I think it was. But anyways, the Seahawks. I was not impressed by the Seahawks at all because they couldn't yeah. run the ball. Chris Carson couldn't really get any long yardage plays. Neither could Penny. Russ, even Russ couldn't run. He had four carries for eight yards. Russ threw 20 times. He did have two TDs. He had a couple of those. Basically, what saved him was those deep balls to Metcalf and then the one to lock it. Other than that, they got no other. Who are the, are the receivers? How are they going to move the ball this year?
0: Okay, let me, let me defend my Hawks a little bit here. Let me, let me take the devil's advocate okay. approach. Metcalf looked excellent. I mean, yeah, you could say the deep balls, but but he was burning guys. That was his first career game. And he's he's had a shaky knee injury, which was a little bit of the worry uh, going into the season. But, oh, you know, everything he was catching, it wasn't like he caught one Hail Mary, like Lockett basically caught one, you know, long bomb. But he got, he got several tough catches there and, you know, looked really sharp. I think, you know, maybe he doesn't do this every game, but I think he's going to be a solid receiver for them. I agree that the worry is they don't have a possession guy, which I think is what you get at. They don't have a guy that gets you a turn seven, which, you know, we'll have to see. Maybe Metcalf comes around and does that. He didn't really show that this game because he just kept catching the the deep balls, but they do need somebody in that that zone, and they don't really have that right now. They lost Doug Baldwin, obviously.
1: Man, it would have been sweet if they got Antonio Brown, he would have been a great fit there. That would have been, yeah, yeah. Because Lockett's more of like a deep threat. He only had one catch with 44, and that TD. Carson had six or 35, and then the rest was Nick Vanette had two catches. Will Disley had one catch. I mean, if Metcalf, he was impressive. He was beaten like man on man coverage, like tight press coverage. So he was just beating his one on one matchup. But like, who are the corners for the Bengals? Yeah, you know, I just, I don't, I'm not impressed by the Bengals at all. Like their defense isn't great. They're off. And the Seahawks just barely pulled that one out, and yeah. I had them in the uh, in the. Actually, no, I had the Eagles in that one, but I was thinking about taking the Seahawks. And a lot of people had the Seahawks, and I think there's a lot of a lot of tight buttholes going yeah. into that fourth quarter because I just had control of the game, like at least three quarters of the game. I was one of them. That was my eliminator pool. I had a very yeah. tight butthole.
0: Um, I did like I did like uh, John Ross looked excellent. I mean, he I I didn't know that guy at all before this game. And he had some great speed. Um, you know, I mean, I obviously caught the one ball that skewed everything. But even that was a, a great catch. Um, Tyler Boyd is a good receiver. You know, the Bengals aren't bad. This is what I was saying going into this game is that they're everybody's writing them off as like they're like the Dolphins this year. And, you know, they're the same Cincinnati team they've been for the last couple years. And they're going to get A.J. Green back in like a week or two. And they're gonna they're gonna win you know eight games this year maybe even nine wow eight
1: games and
0: okay I think so you know they I, I think they're a solid team and they and they played great defense all day they part of you know we'll have to see in the next couple of weeks over whether the Seahawks line is just awful or if you know the Cincinnati Bengals defensive line might just be pretty good they were all over Russ all day he couldn't get escape at all he looked a little rusty and skittish you know a little too quick to to jump around and and try and make things happen and then and uh you know I thought Chris Carson overall looked pretty good though even though his numbers don't really support uh you know a good game he uh I, I thought when he had the ball he he was pretty explosive and and you know he had the one touchdown catch so yeah, this is a we'll see. I could. It's see, a one game. Yeah, it's a one I, game sample size. So I can't say based off of this game which team will end up with a better record. Um, uh, honestly, like I think the Seahawks will, but you know I could see either of these teams win in nine games, and I could see either of these teams only win in like seven. Wow. But I think that's the I think that's the bottom for the Bengals. I think they're going to win. Seven games. I'm impressed by what they did coming into Seattle. A very tough place to play and play in that football
1: game. Yeah. Um, and, and Mixon went out, too. Mixon went out. Yeah. And they had no run game. They, Dalton threw 51 times for 418. Yeah. Pretty, he pr- got, pretty impressive.
0: Both teams got caught a little bit by the rain, you know, a couple fumbles in a row. Dalton had the slip, the slip out of his hands, you know. Yeah. Classic that's Dalton. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic Dalton <Andy. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to talk a little charge
1: now? let's, uh, yeah. let's, yeah, let's just absolutely. talk about my favorite teams. Absolutely. Um, well, I just wanted to congratulate the Jawcast. We had, I think, we gave out three three winners last week. We had Rams minus two; they squeaked that one out against the uh, the Panthers, mm-hmm. one by three. Had the Pats took the homer pick minus five and a half. That was just, that was just a straight up blowout. And then the third one was the Colts. Either yep. if you had six and a half or seven, they you know. The charge again found a way to let the Colts back in it, <laughs> even with the the touchdown that was called back, they still covered and almost came back in overtime and won that game. but yeah, what, what were your uh, big takeaways from the charge game?
0: Never bet on the charge when they have a big spread that should be I mean that should be, that should be in the the bet on charge mantra. That's the never manifesto. bet though. Never the manifesto should have that. It should have never bet on them when they're when everybody uh, believes in them, when it feels like they're going to win, they'll always lose that game. Um, and you know that I, I think one of the takeaways is as long as Rivers is playing, you it doesn't matter you know if who's hurt on defense and who's playing running back and all that. They're still going to be a good team and you know should beat teams like the Colts. I, I mean I, I will say I liked what the Colts showed. I think that was you know one of the sleeper picks a lot of people saw coming of after the Andrew Luck news, you know, you yeah. freaked out and then it kind of bounced back the other way like we're saying. So, I mean they did show a lot. Marlon Mack is a beast. He's a really underrated running back in the league right now. Um and uh but but Eckler What's weird about last season is Eckler did this the first couple weeks of the year last year too, and had this amazing, amazing uh, emergence. And then he really fell off a cliff last year. He had a neck injury that might've been the cause of it, but you know, it's not that surprising that he was going off like this. He's such a good receiver. And when mm-hmm. he gets space, he can juke at anybody. So, um, you know, they've got, like I said, last week, they've got so many weapons. You know, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Keenan Allen is just a killer. You know, Mike Williams, hopefully, you know, that's Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah, Hunter Henry's a big loss.
0: It sounds like we got an
1: uh, an Antonio Gates (laughs) signing coming. That's what what the rumors are saying. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Gates could come back. Or they were working out um, the guy from Hard Knocks, uh, Luke Wilson. Oh my God, Luke Wilson. <laughs> He'd be a good, a good locker room addition. He seems oh like a funny guy. God. Yeah,
0: I mean, how many years can they keep bringing Gates back and having him? I mean, the the issue I think is that he just doesn't block at all. So, you know, putting him on the field is such a liability on that front that it's like just he'll make that crazy random catch at the end of the game, but but then you've got to deal with him, you know, not doing anything most of the game. Yeah. Yeah, so that's big, but I liked what I saw. I, their pass rush is fantastic. Their corners are, are solid. You know, really going to miss Derwin James as they face some better teams, but for right now, they're, they're going to keep winning some games. And I definitely, definitely mm-hmm. like them over the Lions this week.
1: Yep. That's that's one of my picks this week, actually. We'll, we can just get into it now since we're already on the charge. Yeah, might as well. They are minus three – at the Lions this week. I love it. Um, I know you do. Without, We've already kind of talked yeah. about this before, but very, very bearish on Stafford. I think the Lions oh. are super overrated. They got some good receivers, and on Johnson's pretty solid, but they always just find a way to choke. They, I don't like uh, Patricia. Um, they haven't showed anything oh. under Patricia.
0: haven't done anything since he took over they've been terrible
1: every story i've heard about patricia is is terrible like he tried to make it like a patriots you know (laughs) like locker room and obviously no one really respects him in the same way that they respect belichick so everyone was just like what the hell he's got that pencil in his ear the whole game what the hell is he doing with the pencil yeah Uh, what the
0: fuck is he writing down what's he he writing down pencils yeah pencil get a pen man
1: (laughs) But right in calligraphy in third grade right now. The only thing is, is it's at it, it's it Detroit, but the Chargers have been a good road team. You know, the last, with Rivers at the helm, they've been a good road team. The Lions' the pass rush isn't that scary. But that's the only one weakness with the Chargers. Like, they allowed four sacks to Rivers, and he threw that one pick. And obviously the, the fumble on the punt, which is just yeah. retarded. But on the road, the Chargers seemed to just play better. They got a chip on their shoulder. They, they got the offense under control. And Stafford just doesn't, you know, inspire much confidence, especially if they're, like, coming back down down three or down seven in the fourth. I don't, I don't have any faith that Stafford's going to come back and win that game against the charge. No. So with not. Bosa and Ingram coming after him when in passing situations, I think charge is going to pretty much cruise to a double-digit victory there. Yeah, I think when you look at the
0: home field advantage, teams like the Lions don't even really have much of a home field advantage anyways. It's like the Chargers, you know. At home, you shouldn't really give them – they, I don't even think their line should swing that much for home games because they they just don't have a home field advantage at the, the L.A. Stadium. Um, but it's same for teams like the Lions. Now, if the Chargers are going to a team like, you know, New England or Pittsburgh that historically have really good home field advantages, then maybe consider it. But the Lions, you know, there's the Lions fans are going to be so depressed this week after tying that game that they had in the bag the whole way. <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch it until the last two minutes of it because I couldn't – you know, even to see Kyler Murray play, I just couldn't – I can't watch Stafford. I'm so bored with him. I I would have – honestly, if I was running the Lions, I would have cut bait with him like two or three years ago and just been like, look, I'd rather have – I'd rather start over. You're not going to win anything with Stafford. No, Stafford's not winning a Super Bowl unless he gets on – like the the 2000 Ravens and has Ray Lewis on his defense. Otherwise, good luck. Yeah, so, totally agreed.
1: Totally, I like agreed. that
0: pick a lot. Right now, I'm seeing it down to Chargers two and a half. So, wow. actually uh, like getting that. better like for the lot. Chargers. Even better. I mean, that's and that's a big swing, three to two I like and a half. Like that a lot. That's, that's yeah. huge. A half point could be key when the Chargers. Uh, Winning on a field goal when they should have won by 20.
1: Yeah, that definitely could happen. Yep. Um,
0: um what else uh, let's talk let's talk some more week 1. Um,
1: Redskins some, Eagles. Uh, yeah, your boy. Redskins. I, I got to admit. Case came 30 44, 44, 383 TDs, no picks. Pretty he damn had impressive. A great game.
0: I don't understand what happened. How did like did could they just was he getting sacked? could he just not get a first down, you know, all of a sudden it was like, I, you know, and I, I was catching on red zone, uh, but yeah, you know, it was like, they're up 20 to what, 20, nothing or 20 to to seven. 17, nothing, 17, nothing in the, yeah. the first. And then all of a sudden it just, it just, they were like, every time it would come back on red zone, Eagles have the ball. And if you look at the stat line, you know, Keenum stats were good across. He didn't, There were no fumbles from the Redskins, no interceptions. Um, They were just basically three and out every time, I
1: guess. Yep. Second half, it was Eagles touchdown, three and out. Eagles touchdown, three and out. Eagles touchdown, three and out. Eagles field goal, and then Redskins touchdown, garbage at the end, with like six seconds left. So, Obviously, his numbers were a little bit inflated because I think they were down and they were just giving up the short pass. But they had 13 carries for 28 yards. What were they thinking sitting Adrian Peterson <laughs> after, after the
0: year he had last year, what were they thinking, making him inactive? Who did they, uh, they play? Who, they like what guys fucking special. I, it, I think it's juice. Um, Is it juice? <laughs> yeah. I think it's juice.
1: Um, <laughs> I thought you were joking when you said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's juice. Uh, that's how I've heard it at least. Um, but, uh, but. Oh, wow.
1: He has a meniscus injury in his knee.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Yourself. I think he's going to be out for a while. He tore his ACL before the start of last year. He was, Rough. he was looking really good going into last year Tore his ACL, but I, I just don't get it. You know, I like Chris Thompson and, and, you know, I get yep, them he's great. being into, to juice or goose or whatever his fucking name is. is. Um, but, uh, but why, why not, you know, suit Adrian Pearson up? He had like a thousand yards rushing last year and looked great. I just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, that that was clearly the key to the game was that they couldn't run the ball at all. And so it doesn't matter that Keenum had a good game because yeah. they just couldn't get first downs.
1: Yeah, and then the Eagles just made some adjustments in second half. Are you, you know. buying
0: Wentz, stock? I know he had a couple nice throws deep, but the guys were wide open. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not ready to buy into the Wentz wagon right now. I think there's a lot of people that – See him and are going, you know he's back. I'm just, I'm not
1: there yet. Yeah, let's see him play a tough game on the road in a tough environment. You know, home yeah. against the Redskins. Yeah, squeaking you know, one out, squeaking <laughs> one out against the the Redskins. You know, with with 28 rushing yards, I'm not really that impressed. No, but uh, he had three touchdowns, 313, 28 of 39. I was just really impressed with Sean Jackson. I mean, he was amazing. Eight catches, yeah. 154, two TDs two long ones that really just got them back in the game, changed the momentum. And then the defense really, you know, got into got into their gear, their usual uh you know, they got some stops on third downs. So Nobody goes we'll deep see. like Deshaun. Deshaun, he it was great. He was uh, great. It's nice to have him with a, a
0: decent quarterback again. Speaking of uh Deshaun, that uh, let's talk let's quickly glance on this this Tampa uh 49ers game okay. is is, is J, like Jameis back to what I was saying about Matt Stafford when is Tampa just going to cut bait I, I think people hold out too long on these quarterbacks that are hyped up and are refuse to give in and say you know that guy's just not good and Jameis is definitely one of those guys he's never going to be good he, he is what he is you know he, he'll have a game where he has four touchdowns and he'll have a game where he throws four interceptions and he'll throw a bad one at a bad time. And yeah. I
1: mean, he threw two pick sixes in this game. How crazy is that? I've never seen that before. Even, I don't think even <laughs> Nathan Peterman did that. <laughs> and, and, and
0: Garoppolo threw one. So they yeah three pick sixes
1: in one game between the two quarterbacks. I mean, that was a pretty pathetic showing in all around. That was an ugly game. They kept showing it on the red zone. It was just like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Penalties, yeah. you know, fumbles. Like I have George Kittle in fantasy. He had two touchdowns called back. On Did he really? Every oh. year, every season, he has he has like at least five or six of those. It's insane. Um, but yeah, that that game was terrible. It I yeah. was painful to watch. I
0: really tried to stay away from it as much as possible. I was I was watching Seahawks in charge. I stayed off a red zone for the most part for the afternoon game. So, you know, that that just I I you know, I, I bought into a little bit I I convinced myself ahead of the season that maybe Tampa Bay would be better with because Bruce Arians I think is a pretty good coach and you know, one of those quarterback whisperers that everywhere he goes, the quarterback's good. And I thought if there's any chance that Jameis is gonna turn it around, this guy's gonna do it. So I thought maybe they'd outperform expectations a little bit, but after watching that I just I'm I'm pretty deflated on the the Bucks. And and I really don't like the, the Niners defense looks good, but if Jimmy G can't turn it around and, and I don't think yeah. he's done anything that anything to show that he's gonna be better in the
1: future. So I'm worried. Yeah, 18-27, hundred and sixty six yards. TD and a pick six, one sack. Not great. Not great. He has got some weapons too. I like. I like some of his players. The eye
0: test doesn't do well for him either. If you watch him, no, like nobody's leaving, going, "Oh yeah, you know, a couple, couple drops here and there, and he would have done, you know, this." Like, like you could say that for, you know, some of Flacco's throws. Um, <laughs> you know, on yeah. Monday he had a couple that that could have, could have gone his way and stuff. But Jimmy G, it just doesn't inspire any confidence right now.
1: Yep, Patriots knew one to cut cut bait. Yeah, As usual.
0: yeah. <laughs> don't I don't want to talk any Patriots today. <laughs> fucking, can't, they just steamrolled the Steelers. There's there's nothing to say there that hasn't been already said. They fucking, they're fucking a, a juggernaut right now. It was and, a clinic. It was a clinic. And I, nobody knows what to make of the Steelers. You know, is it just? That they are that much worse? Did they have a bad game? You know, the week one stuff. There's some. There's some rust to it. You know, like some of these teams are still figuring it out. Nobody played in the preseason this year, so so there's there's got there's got to be a little something too that some of these teams will shake it off. I yeah. You can't you can't imagine that the Steelers will be that bad, but
1: oh, I, that absolutely rude. agreed. I think there's a lot of. Overreactions to Week One, and I think there's some there's some lines that are just don't don't make a lot of sense just because of the performance. Everyone's you know recency bias is kicking in and saying, oh, "Okay, now the Dolphins are the worst team of all time. They're going to go 0 16, and the Patriots going to go 16 and 0." You know, there's a lot of that buzz, mm-hmm. which you know the Patriots aren't going to go 16 and 0. I'm yeah. sure they're going to lose one of these games, even though they have the easier schedule. Um, but going off that, one of my picks. Real quick this week is, and you're not going to like this, is yeah. I like Steelers minus four home against the Seahawks. Uh, for all the reasons that I talked about, I don't really like the Seahawks' line. It's a tough game on the road. Their run game hasn't been that great. The Steelers' defense is pretty solid, even though what we saw against the Pats was pretty gross. Um, I just think the Steelers, they've been counted out. They're coming, going home. The crowd's going to be fired up. They can shut down Russ's – the run game and Russ's scrambling – there's not a lot of, you know, big play guys on the Seahawks. I think the Steelers are going to come out firing and James Conner's going to have a big game. That's fair. That's fair. I think going on the,
0: going on the road early in the season can be a huge thing um,
1: for a young team. Like the Seahawks have a lot of young players right now. Yeah, um, still figuring And it's a West, it Coast, out. West Coast team going to the East, 10 o'clock game. Yeah. it's another another factor. I could easily see a couple, uh, you know, early, like, sack fumble
0: type situations. You know, T.J. Watt coming in on Russ. Um, that line didn't hold up at all. So, I actually, I like that one. The line's a little funky. You know, four, right now I'm seeing yeah. it four and a half. Vegas
1: zone. It's the Vegas you zone. know, I'm, yeah. it's a
0: little worrisome, but uh, Steelers have a great home field advantage. I think they, they're going to come out with something to prove. So, I don't hate it. I don't hate it.
1: I want to see to win, but you know it yep. is what it is. Um, let's see. Who what else a, we... what about the uh the Monday night game, the Texas Saints? I mean that was the game of the week. Oh that game. That game was cool. unbelievable.
0: My boy Kenny Stills, L C C uh graduate coming in hot with that touchdown catch. And Yeah, that was nice. That I mean the the Saints I don't understand these teams with their the late game defense. You know, what were the Saints doing there? It seemed like they were... You know, what I did like about the Saints defense was that it seemed like they were staying aggressive uh, for the most part at the end.
1: Very anti-chargers.
0: I'm always a fan of... I'd rather lose (laughs) on an aggressive strategy than fucking do what the Texans did and play prevent D for no reason (laughs) and give up, you know, seven yards that gets them in a field goal position. So... You know this, the Saints and the Saints keep in mind too got kind of screwed at the end of the first half with that, that weird um, they did you see the end of the first half? they the clock mm-hmm. was the clock was going down and they waited until the they were just about to snap the ball to to have a challenge from the booth. And the challenge uh, ended up going in the Saints favor, but then they did a 10 second runoff. Which they, I think they went back and said that the 10 second runoff should have been from like 20 or 30 seconds earlier rather than right before the snap because they were about to yeah. snap the ball. So it didn't make any sense at the time. I think they incorrectly called it on the field and the Saints probably would have gotten a field goal out of it. They ended up missing yeah. a field goal from longer. Um,
1: but it didn't make any so. sense. I, I don't understand any of these rules anymore. There's all so many challenges on penalties now. It's, it's crazy. But what what stood out for me was obviously I don't think Sean Watson's gonna last the season if he keeps getting sacked six times and he got hit more than that on some yeah. of these passes that were you know the guy his guys were getting open all game but he was getting hit on almost every single like third down pass yeah and he was converting because he's he's you know Deshaun Watson anymore or he was running the ball when he had the chance um, but I like the run game Carlos Hyde came in and was just like he had eight point three yards of carry ten carries eighty three yards. Duke Johnson, 6.3 yards a carry. Deshaun at 4 for 40. Hopkins was amazing, as always. They had a couple deep balls of Fuller and Stills. I mean, the Texans' offense is great, and Saints' defense is pretty good this year. Yeah. So I I was impressed by the Texans.
0: I felt like the line for the Texans actually looked pretty decent, uh, especially, like you're saying, run blocking. And I think they actually were doing a pretty good job of protecting him. He's got to learn how to – you know, not take these hits, you know, Russ Wilson is the, the ultimate example of being able to avoid these types of hits, you know, going down instead of getting an extra two yards. And Deshaun Watson's kind of reminds me of Cam Newton of like wants to be Superman, wants to do it all. And, and he's amazing, amazing athlete, but he needs to learn how to get away from these hits or like you're saying, he's not going to last. I mean, it's like, um, Lamar Jackson did this last year, took a bunch of hits, you know, to extend plays. And as the quarterback, you just can't do that. So I, I don't know, though. I, I don't know if I love this Texans team, even though I like their, their offense. I think their, their defense leaves uh, a bit to be desired. And they're too overly reliant on Hopkins. So if Hopkins goes down, this team is going to shut down. But right. you know, as long as he's going, he's just an amazing receiver. So, so he's great. It is fun
1: watching Watson. So,
0: I like yeah, him. I don't I mean, I, love
1: him. I thought he did something to his knee on when he scored that rushing touchdown. It looked like he, mm-hmm. you know, banged knees or something. And he was he was like in the tent for a while, and he came back and he just got beat up even more. And that was the first game yeah. of the year. I mean, first shit. game. And you something remember last was. year? Last year he
0: couldn't fly to one of the games because his ribs got so banged up.
1: He had to yeah. he had to take it's, like
0: the team bus to the game. Oh my god! Like drive multiple states, <laughs> the bus instead of flying. So yeah. I, I'm yeah, I'm definitely worried about that. That's on my radar. Um, Kamara though, man, I miss having him on my fantasy team. He is bar none, my favorite guy to watch in the NFL yeah. um, this year. He's I the mean, best. He's, god, um, I love watching him. He, I don't know how he does it, but. He is able to stay on his feet while taking contact from multiple angles like nobody I've ever seen before. And it well, is. So... Did you
1: see that video of him like carrying a truck on his back with like a weight oh, like, weight a, machine on it? He's <laughs> like literally just walking in the street with a, pulling a truck with like tied to his back.
0: He tried did it just for
1: machine. fun. Yeah, he got a <laughs> weight machine on his shoulders, so he's carrying both of those just in the middle of the street. It's crazy. He's yeah. got the strongest legs I've ever seen.
0: He's nuts. Um, he's he's so and and so athletic, so good at catching the ball.
1: Man, yeah, I could go on for a while about him. And then Breeze, thirty-two of forty-three, three seventy-two touchdowns. That weird. He had the really bad pick in the red zone, which was we Yeah, he just kind of like scrambled. His age showed there. Yeah. Scrambled did like an off balance like fade away throw, right into the linebackers hands. Like it was pretty terrible. But yeah, they're Other gonna be bad, good. He was. He was pretty flawless. You know, he hit Michael Thomas every time he needs a play. just hits Michael Thomas, to like, you know, anywhere on the field and catches everything. Yeah. And I think Ted Ginn had seven for 101, too. That was surprising. The, the so. takeaway
0: from this game is that the Saints are going to be good and the Texans will be good if, if Watson can stay healthy and Hopkins. If those two stay healthy, then this Texans team should be pretty yeah. good. But the Saints are back, basically they're they're the same team they were last year you know just a little more experience under them thomas looks great kamara ted ginn had some nice catches he had 100 yards um,
1: he's the agent and then Taysom hill just comes in every other Taysom. play and does some crazy stuff <laughs> yeah you got a touchdown he had a nice one they love him that was
0: cool that did you see that play they did like a pick and roll with him he, like, faked like he was setting a screen on, like doing one of those receiver screen things. That yeah. Kind of bullshit. And he, he fakes doing that and then rolls Which over and they throw it right to him. And it's great.
1: Yeah, it's tough to guard. Yep. Definitely tough to guard. Yeah, what, so I think that's all hit, I had for uh, week one. Unless you had you know, any other games you wanted to chat about. Maybe the Rams game, Panthers. That was well, a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, that, that was solid. I, I – still feel like even though the panthers ended up making it close i feel as if they they just kind of got some garbage time stuff there was a lot of like i think there were a couple fumbles in this one uh, it just it never felt like they should have been in that game and the rams kept letting them back in it for some reason which is very unrams like usually the rams kind of put teams away and it just it didn't seem like the rams really ever felt threatened by this one and just were willing to let them kind of keep stay in it. But, you know, I think yeah. one thing to, to look at was just the, it was very odd, this Malcolm Brown usage, putting him in at the goal line instead of Gurley both times and got him two touchdowns. Um, so he's on everybody's fantasy radar right now. You know, they're clearly trying to uh, load management uh girly this year yeah. which is smart makes sense which Yeah, makes is sense. smart should should try and take off his workload he still had 100 yards on 14 carries so um you know mccaffrey is a god is what the other takeaway is i know your boy dj moore had a solid game but mccaffrey yeah, is just, moore. mccaffrey is just the whole team you know, yeah cam this week listen to cam stats 25 for 38 239 yards no touchdowns and an interception. Three carries for negative two yards. I mean, that's not that's not what you want. <laughs> that's those yeah. are those are Dalton numbers right there. Yeah,
1: and the eye test too. He just doesn't look, You don't have any confidence in him when he drops back. It doesn't look yeah. like he's comfortable. It looks like he's at a, like ready to get rid of the ball, like yeah,
0: right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean Rams. Rams look good.
1: They're going to be good. Cooper Cup. They looks at, nice. At I mean, Saints play at Rams next week. Yeah, great game. Great afternoon game.
0: I I predict that the Panthers will win eight or less games this year. That's my. That's what I'm going to say. I, I I would be very surprised if they somehow find a way to to win more than eight. And I, I think even you know they could be like a six-win team this year.
1: Well, they so. got the Bucks on Thursday night, so yeah. that's going to be pretty at home. Yeah, and that's they a, got that's layup. Cardinals, that's they a got layup. Cardinals. Yeah, they got a couple, couple easy ones. You the know, division the looked not too hard.
0: Division looks weaker than more. than uh, you know was predicted because the Bucks looked terrible and the Falcons looked awful. So yeah. and it does, and it didn't. Neither team inspired any confidence in that that this was just a week one thing both looked just miserable the whole way through i mean the only thing you could say about the falcons is that maybe the vikings defense is just really good and i think it is you know and the falcons I get catch those bad breaks you know matt um matty ice threw a terrible pick uh when they were driving in and yeah, they had a fumble as, as, usual. as usual and you know it's a lot of falcons stuff but but they were just playing from behind the whole time. Couldn't really get their footing. So, so maybe it's just the Vikings' defense is really good. Kirk Cousins barely had to throw in that one.
1: Yeah, I mean Matt Matty Ice has one of these games on the road all the time. It's like, it's clockwork. Yeah, he he's one of those guys that just he just collapses on the road. Some of these games, it's it's gross to watch.
0: What do you think about my boy Gardner Minshew on the Jaguars?
1: You see him, I, was, I was a fan. fan. Yeah, I was a fan. I but I liked him. The Chiefs Chiefs pass these always had been pretty bad and they were down a lot. So, you know, they were probably just sitting back in zone a little bit more than they would have if it was a tight game. But he looked pretty confident. Yeah, he he looked good. Uh, It's uh, it's unfortunate because I wanted to see Foles playing the Jags this year and he had, he was playing great before that. He had a nice he got he had a nice touchdown pass on that when he got hurt. And Durant mm-hmm. tweeted about it. Did he? What did he say?
0: he said he said thank you nick Foles, for that piece of art on that throw or some shit like that like thank you for for blessing us with that art <laughs> it's it's a weird tweet <laughs> i don't that know was what we doing uh but but yeah he tweeted something about it and and uh yeah that was a nice throw but uh but i mean they were they were losing the whole game so
1: we'll have to see yeah chiefs and losing tiger kill though it's pretty big yeah, that's that is big. But the Chiefs got the Raiders this week. And the yeah. Jags got the Texans on the road. That's going to be a tough one for Gardner. If Gardner has a good game against them in Houston, I'll be impressed, but it's a minus 9 spread right now. Doesn't look good, doesn't look good for the Jags.
0: Minus 9 in Houston. That's a lot. Uh, I don't know, man. I this is what the Chiefs do though is they, uh, you know, you put up 40 points or or have the chiefs put up 40 points on you and people think you're bad but the chiefs are just unstoppable. Yeah, Mahomes is unstoppable. There's, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. I I was I almost laughed last week when you said you know, Sammy Watkins is a a uh, a big threat for them. And uh and
1: yeah, what about Jesus that now, Jeff?
0: Jesus Christ, he put up like 160 yards.
1: <laughs> 3 TDs.
0: 3 TDs. He was everywhere. Mahomes is just unbelievable. I I mean, he can hit anybody, anywhere. He,
1: he's just,
0: I I think he might throw for 50 touchdowns again this year.
1: I don't see why not. He's got a great offense. The only thing is hills out and that he was you know, the deep touchdown threat, but he's still got Kelsey Watkins, Damien Williams. Um, And I think they have a couple other good receivers that are, that are, you know, veterans for a while. Yeah. The Sean McCoy. (laughs) He can run the ball. Only thing is, he did like roll his ankle last game a little yeah. bit, but he came back in the game, so yeah. that was a little worried. Right. I was I was worried about that. I was like, oh shit. I love watching yeah. Holmes play. It would be yeah. bad for the league if he got hurt. You know, nobody shit. nobody
0: wants to see him hurt. I feel like even people who root against him, uh, yeah, it's it's just too much fun to watch him play. He's a once in a generation kind of guy. I mean, he's he looks better. I, I'll go so far as to say he. He's more fun to watch and looks better than Aaron Rodgers at Aaron Rodgers' peak, you know. And that was even a guy that, you know, everybody wanted to see play. So I love Mahomes. I love watching him play. So I I don't know what to make of this Jaguars team. I I feel like you've got to see him play against a normal team, but you know, interdivisional play nine points. I kind of like the Jags there, honestly. You know, I I could see yeah. getting burned by them. I don't know if I really would want to put a lot of money on it because Gardner Minshew is going into Gardner it on know, the road. first start on the road. You know, the Texans looked pretty good last week, but I at the same time, what happened to this Jaguars defense? They didn't really lose that much this off season, and they you know they were one of the most feared defenses in the league, even last year when they weren't doing that well. Yeah, you know they're one they of the got best no in pressure. the
1: league. I got no pressure on Mahomes. Zero sacks. Can't that just
0: be part of the Mahomes thing? Like, it's like playing the Patriots. You know, you never get pressure on Tom Brady. And it's not always just because of the line is so good or the defensive line is bad. It's just they get the ball off so quick. And Mahomes is kind of like that. He gets the ball off so quick and you can't take guys out of coverage against him because then he'll
1: just burn you uh, on the deep pass. So... I don't know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of it's coaching. Andy Reid and Daniels, they got, they got all these like trick screen passes for them to throw, really quick. You know, right after he gets the ball, just throw the screen pass really fast, and just takes the kind of the pass rush off because they're always worried about some like quick screen pass to a receiver or a running back. Yeah. What are you cooking? It's a over a great there. way to run the offense. <laughs> oh no! I'm just getting some water. Nice.
0: <laughs> um, I like, but uh, along those lines, I like KC – I'm seeing a seven point favorite over the Raiders on the road. I mean, what did the Raiders Seven I'm seeing seven uh, and a half. I'll take seven and a half. I mean, I would take, I thought this line would be more like 10, 10 10.5. You know, what did we see from the Raiders against the Broncos that we liked that much? Uh, I, I didn't see anything.
1: Joe Flacco, AKA Warwick Randall. Joe Flacco. Abysmal.
0: (laughs) Joe Flacco was, he was really bad. (laughs) I, and I, I, I mean, I'm going to say I was right on this one. Joe Flacco, not the guy, should have kept Keenum. But, uh,
1: <laughs> but
0: I mean, Flacco had a couple passes in his defense that should have been caught. Um, but and the run game didn't look that great. Uh, the Raiders, <laughs> they showed, and like I got Josh Jacobs on my fantasy team. So I like the guy. I was rooting for him all night. But they showed yeah, you his, almost, that you line. They almost traded him. They almost yeah. traded him. All my, I, I thought about it. I thought about it. But <laughs> uh, they they showed his stat line like every two minutes. And his stats weren't even that good. You know, he got the two touchdowns, yeah, which were nice. Yes. But he was putting up like three yards of carry. Yeah. And they I don't. Mean,
1: the... yeah. I think this is the perfect sell high on the Raiders. Yeah. Especially against a team like the Chiefs. They're familiar with them. They know what Gruden's trying to run. And conversely, how are they going to stop Mahomes? Even with that, I don't care if Tyreek kills that. Like, how are they going to stop Mahomes in this offense? I think Kelsey's going to have like a hundred yards. He kind of had a had a had a weak showing last last week, but I think Kelsey's going to come out huge. Damian Williams could have a good game on the you know running the ball, and and LeSean McCoy, baby, he looked great. Yeah, I will be stunned if if the Chiefs put up less than forty points in this
0: game. Honestly, that's that's where that's where they're at now. Where they're against teams like the Raiders who, uh, and you know, I don't know if you saw this, but that their uh, first round pick safety, Jonathan Abrams um, is seeing a shoulder specialist might be on the IR. So losing Ooh. their first round pick. Um,
1: who and they lost really another good. guy who had like a neck injury, who yeah. was like a safety or so. Yeah. So, so, so they're, they're, banged thin. they're thin in the secondary. They, yeah. They weren't Oof. really good
0: in pass defense in this game. It's just, Joe is not very good. Um they the Broncos receivers are bad too. They don't have a yep. like, you know, great
1: receiving core, tight end core.
0: They're relying on Emmanuel Sanders like 8 months off of an Achilles tear. And and even he he had a good game, you know. So yeah. I I think the the Chiefs are going to roll right through them. They're not going to be able to keep up. The Raiders aren't going to be able to hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs that much this week cuz they're going to be playing from way behind most of the game, I think, and and yeah. uh, count me as somebody who just doesn't believe in Derek Carr. I did like what I saw from Tyrell, um, former Charger, uh, for the Raiders. He looked really good. Bummer yeah. that, that he's on the Raiders now, but um, you know, other than that,
1: Chiefs all the way. That's my jaw lock of the week. Chiefs over Raiders. Okay. Well, last last year Chiefs beat them at home, forty to thirty three, really high scoring game. And then later in the year, they beat them at Oakland 35-3. to Yeah.
0: That that first game was probably more of a fluke that they were able to put up that much. I mean, to be fair, the Chiefs' defense is not great. I just don't think that the Raiders will be able
1: to take full advantage of it. So. agreed agreed yeah i think the raiders aren't, aren't nearly as good as everyone thinks they are this year no no they're and chiefs are as good as advertised yep what else so I, I think that
0: that covers most of week one cowboy giants we don't really need to to talk much about you know that
1: yeah just Dak there's a lot of good but that look, of- look good zeke looked good yeah Cowboys I mean, look they, good, they, they, but
0: it's the Giants, you know. The Giants are like the Raiders of the NFC.
1: I think they gotta get, get they gotta get rid of Eli. I don't know what they're doing. It's another another one of those things Nobody where knows. Get, you get gotta give up on someone when, when his time is done. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um I I haven't understood why they've had Eli for the last three years. Honestly. What are they doing? Why why keep rolling with this guy? But yeah, that that game, the the Ravens Dolphins, um, you know, obviously blowout. Lamar Jackson, unbelievable. Dolphins suck. Yeah, whatever. Um,
1: and then Bills Jets was a good finish.
0: Bills Jets was a good finish. Neither team is going to compete with the Patriots this year. I mean, you can you can basically say, I I think both teams are going to be better than expected. You know, decent but they'll probably both win like seven games this year at best with a low yeah, ceiling yes. of like, could end up with like four or five wins. You know, if things don't turn their way in a couple games. Um, don't really like either of those teams. Although the, I think their defenses are good enough to keep them in some games. Um, we didn't hit on Titans Browns Titans 43 to 13 over the Browns. And I gotta be honest, Baker didn't look that good. A lot of pressure yep. in his face, you know, a lot of ba- really bad throws. Titans have a good defense. And when Derrick Henry's playing well,
1: they can be a decent team. Um, Brown's got a bad offensive line, you know. Bad
0: offensive line. This is what I'm John. saying. The offensive line, like we talked about last week, is such a key to a lot of these games. When your yeah, quarterback sacks, doesn't have any time,
1: you can't do a lot anything. of pressure in his face, three picks. Yeah. Wow. I mean they they ran the ball decently 5 yards of carry. Yeah, they, uh, I mean but
0: uh, Nick Chubb is great. I, I don't understand why they didn't run with him more. Uh, but I guess they're playing from behind most of the game. They just
1: yeah this overhyped Browns team. Freddie Kitchens like we like we said like Freddie Kitchens I don't know why everyone's crowning Browns with a rookie coach <laughs> in a tough division. With they got a lot of new pieces, like they got it. It's gonna take time for them to like, you know, to you know, get some chemistry. And the Titans got a good offensive line. They run, they run the ball. They know, you know, they got a good, they got their identity. They got a good defense. And I, I like Vrabel. I think Vrabel's a good coach. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What other uh, what other lines are you teaching this week? So just to recap, I got Chargers minus two and a half or three at Lions. Yep. I got Steelers, minus four, home against the Seahawks. And I think we both like the Chiefs, minus seven or seven and a half at Raiders. Yeah. Um, another one I'm not sure about, but I'm interested to see, is the Sunday night game. It's Eagles at Falcons. Eagles are actually minus two right now, which is a weird line. Wow. You know, on the road in a Sunday night game. I think the Falcons plus two seems pretty pretty juicy there. Oh, you like home the dog. Falcons.
0: You like the home dog home right there. Dog.
1: Yeah, I Like the home dog there a little bit, but I'm not. It's not going to be one of my bets. I'm sticking with my I,
0: Steelers in charge. Kevin, I think a good rule of thumb this year should be stay away from Falcons games. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna burn us. Either way you bet on them, you bet on them, they'll burn you. You bet against them, they'll burn you. Yeah, us. they're like the Chargers in that respect. You know, I I don't know. I would stay away from that one. I I really like that Lions Chargers. I like the, the Chargers a lot. You know, I could I could buy into your your Steelers bet. I I feel like staying away just because of how bad they got beat this week. And you know, for them I like it. That's why I like it.
1: Just I I think Tomlin's gonna be pissed the whole all this whole week of practices he's gonna be showing him tape of how they just got burned by the Pats and now this is a totally lower level of competition at home. Yeah. I like Russ. I love Russ, but I just don't think he has a good offensive line and like receivers aren't as nearly as good as last year. He lost his Doug ball, his Doug ball win. <laughs> Doug <So>. ball. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I could get behind that bet though. Um, what do you think about Vikings Ooh, Vikings pl- plus three? Yeah, against Vikings green Bay? I didn't see a lot like a out of Bay game. Bay. I, I didn't see a lot out of green yeah. Bay that I liked. Honestly, I, I really starting to think more and more that Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback that he used to be. And their defense was really good, but they were playing Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you know, Mitch. I, I mean, I don't like yeah. betting on
1: Kirk Cousins, but it's kind of juicy. I mean, last year, the Vikings should have beat them in Lambeau. And they, I remember they tied. Yeah. And then they beat the Packers by seven at home. Yeah. I mean, the the Vikings, they know each other really well. So it seems like in this case, I would lean towards taking the points. And it's kind of like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. in Green Bay. So I I kind of like that plus 3 Vikings. Okay. but I it, it's for me it's not one of, I don't have supreme confidence in that one.
0: What about it's Pats
1: take it? Pats minus
0: 19 over the Dolphins <laughs> at Dolphins. I kinda like dolphins. the Dolphins. I kind of like the Pats there honestly. Like 20. I know that it's a huge line and there's definitely a chance that the Dolphins come out firing this week, but at the same time I don't even know who's going to be starting at quarterback for the Dolphins. Is it going to be, are they going to run Fitzmagic magic back or is Josh, Josh Rosen coming out? And what is, what would you rather see? You know, I'd rather week? see Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick. I don't know, dude. I've watched a lot of Rosen and I am the, I I've sold off. I'm, I'm shorting Rosen. I've gone that far. I'm not even just selling off his stock. I am betting against him hard and i just I, I don't like either quarterback the doll for the dolphins to lose by what they lost
1: by to the ravens i don't know uh it's I, just too many points it's too a, many lot points. Points. a lot of points it's a lot of points the pats always play bad at miami for whatever reason whether it's the heat yeah or just in you know an inner division rivalry not yeah. rivalry because the pats win every time but Dolphins always seem to just play them tough. I don't know why. And the Pats probably, I think, are just going to have a like kind of a letdown game. You know, yeah. they were up for that Steelers game; they were really excited to play the Steelers. I don't think they're going to be as excited to play the Dolphins. Nineteen points. You lot. know, we could see a Josh Rosen or Fitzmagic. You know, backdoor cover easily, a lot. or the Pats could just like trot out the second unit. You know, once they're up seventeen in the second half or something. Who knows?
0: I think there's a, there's a little bit of juiciness to taking the Cardinals over Ravens plus 13 and a half of, you, like you know, that. oh, that's
1: my, just, that's my survivor pool pick.
0: Well, well, just in so terms what's, of what's, just in terms of the points,
1: you okay. know,
0: 13 and a half points for the Cardinals. I, I know this Cardinals team doesn't look great. They didn't look fantastic against the lions and the Ravens blew out the dolphins, but there's gotta be a little something fluky to that. Ravens Dolphins game and uh, you know if the Cardinals can just keep this a little bit close you you gotta like what you saw from the second half of Kyler Murray Um looked really nice he started to develop some chemistry with Fitz uh with Larry Fitz so you know I, I'm probably staying away from that one but uh, a little bit like the yeah getting all those points there I just you know if I'm gonna take a, a lot of points I'd rather take that one than Dolphins
1: Right now, after what we saw from them. So, do you have any good teasers? Makes sense. Yeah, that's uh, going back to what we were saying, the overreaction week one, you know, results have a huge impact on the second week two, you know, projections. You there? Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Teasers. What do you think about a a Ravens Chargers
1: teaser? I kind of like that. Six points. Six points, yeah. So you got charge plus three, Ravens minus seven? Yeah. I kinda like that. I kinda like that. What what about you? Or or you
0: know, actually I uh, thinking about this a little more, what about a a Charger Chargers Chiefs teaser?
1: Yeah. Then you get you get Chiefs down to one and a half. And yeah. you get the charge plus three. I like that a lot. I like keep, that it, keep a lot. AFC West. Yeah, um, I like because I mean I think the line, even if the Lions do come out really hot, I feel like the Chargers will will keep it close. You know, I think like it'll be a field goal game.
0: Yep, definitely. So uh, Thursday night, let's let's talk. Some, uh, it is Wednesday. Uh, what are you thinking, Panthers Bucks? panthers minus seven.
1: Gross. I this think is, this is I, a
0: stay away. Stay the yeah, fucking away. I bet I would take the touch Bucks.
1: it. Yeah, I think I would if I had to, Gun to my head. I think I'd take the Bucks with the points. Yeah. Seems like it seems like again overreaction. Yeah. Too high to of a state. line. It'll be a close game. It's gonna be a too close too high of game. a line. Yeah, it's a division game. Short week. I mean obviously the Panthers should be favored. You know, they're at home, they got a better D got more weapons. McCaffrey should go off on the bucks again. Nothing we saw from week one
0: pointed to that Cam Newton is about to have a good year. Nothing. Yeah. He didn't show surgeries. He didn't show any signs of like, he's going to, he's, he's healthy and and ready to, to get after it. I haven't, I haven't seen anything from him in the last like two or three years to really suggest that, that he's the same quarterback he was back, you know, when he won the MVP so you know, even though I really don't like Winston, I, you know they 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 showed some signs of life at the end of that game, and you know Bruce Arians is
1: is a good coach. So that's all I could say. <laughs> that's about it. That's it. Uh, yeah. So you know. I mean, that's that's gonna be a bad game. The Monday night game is interesting. Browns at Jets. Yeah. Jets plus three. So Browns are gonna be favored on the road here. Yeah. Football.
0: I I think that that is still a Browns hype machine line. If I was betting on this, I'm going Jets. It's a stay away for me just because, you know, I think the Browns are going to come out really wanting to prove something. Um, I don't like Darnold. I like the Jets defense, which I think could keep it very close, which I think is the, the you know, plus of getting a couple points at home. You know, home oh, you, game. Like, you like the Jets D. i I do i I thought they did a really good job uh you know week one they just uh, kind of fell apart at the end um but that's what you know that's what um what's the the quarterback for the the um uh for the the bills what's his name um whatever Um, quarterback for the fucking bills (laughs) uh, josh allen josh allen that's what he does is like at the end of games he's just so good at at running and can like complete a couple passes. And so he wins games if they're close. Uh, So, you know, even though they kind of fell apart that week one, you still look at the jets. They still got Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on Le'Veon after
0: the first game? I think it's exactly what it was kind of going into that game, which is he's solid. He's going to make some good plays for them, but running backs don't impact the league the way they once did. And so, you know he can still be really good for them, but but he's not gonna. It's not gonna be like oh because you have Levion you're gonna be so much better. Unless Darnold gets a lot better, they're not gonna be a very good team. They're just gonna stay in defensively like they did, and you know Levion could make a few plays that could help win them a couple games this year. But yeah, they're uh, I'm not a believer in Darnold. Uh, I I don't think he's gonna to make the leap he makes a lot of bad decisions and turns the ball over a lot, which he did back at USC too. So I I don't love that team, but, but
1: I didn't love the Browns.
0: The Browns look terrible week one, you know, um, Odell Beckham is still uh, hurting. He's got a hip injury that's holding him back. Um, So if the, if the jets can contain Baker and Nick Chubb, then, they're going to be in for one. The Browns don't have a good defense.
1: Yeah. I think it could be a low-scoring game. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's a stay away. <clears throat> game I'm uh, yep. most excited for, though, is Saints-Rams. Saints-Rams. Big, Ooh, That's going to be a good one. Rematch. Rematch of the, you know, non-PI game, yep. or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yeah. There's some good games this week. Uh, we didn't even talk about that.
0: I am – I am already so annoyed at this rule change. You know, I liked, I I thought something needed to be done a little bit in terms of, you know, how bad that call went against the Saints. But I, I do not like reviewing pass interference calls and sitting there and watching, you know, his guys tussle back and forth and then calling it based on that. And they did it a ton in week one and it actually had the unintended consequence of a lot of offensive PI calls going against offenses, which was very strange and doesn't seem like the way they call it in real time. But then when you slow it down and see the receiver push off, then they, they call it when they're watching the slow-mo version of yeah. it. So I don't like it. I saw, I, I don't know if the league, said they want to emphasize this this year but i saw a ton of offensive pi this week
1: did you see that yeah i think that's what they're looking at closely but like yeah. you said it's like when you slow it down to you know pixels yeah. there's always going to be something it's just it's tough it slows the game down even more they slowed it's it down slow. there are
0: there are a lot yeah. of in the last two minutes reviews there were coaches using it as basically a way to get like a timeout um you know, and, and hoping they could get
1: it. It's so confusing now to watch. That's it true. Yeah. Think, you can just, that's true. You, instead of using a timeout, you can just do that and hopefully you get the call reverse and then you, you just lose the timeout anyway. Yeah, exactly. So It's like a free, it's like a free roll, especially if you're looking <laughs> late
0: in the, if you're, if you're in the uh, late in the the second half and you have both of your challenges left, you know, why not? Yeah. You know, you're going to get into the two minutes and then it doesn't matter. So why not use it when you, if you need a timeout? So I I don't like the rule change. It slowed down a lot of these games. They, they, uh, you know, went and, and I didn't see it being called the same way across games. It's so subjective. You know, in one game, you'd see one where I thought, Oh, that's not PI and they'd call it. In another, it was like obvious, but they just kept the rule on the field. The offensive PIs were being called. I, I didn't get it at all. So, I look for that yeah. to become more and more controversial as the season continues. We're going to, in the next two, three weeks, we're going to see one call where everybody's going to be up in arms. Mark my words. It's going to be like,
1: there's going to be mayhem pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. I think they got to standardize it somehow, you know, across yeah. the board. But I don't know how, but we need to speed these games up, not not extend them. They're already long enough. There's so many commercials. Yeah. That, no. is, that is brutal
0: watching a regular game after getting yeah. hooked on red zone.
1: I've been saying it for i for years. Yeah, yeah, you, you the need the two TVs
0: TV. Yeah, then you get red zone <laughs> on one and, and a regular game on the other. It's fantastic. And Hawks.
1: Red zone and Hawks. Red zone and one. Hawks.
0: Let's go Hawks, baby. 1-0. Russ Wilson. I got my Russ Wilson jersey. I'm ready to go.
1: So we got nine games in the morning and then four at the afternoon. Goddamn. <laughs> they got to spread them out more.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they these afternoon yeah. games. The afternoon slate's always bad, but this week Saints Rams that's going on one TV, and yeah. uh, Chiefs-Raiders Chiefs Raiders. Be. Chiefs Raiders. Chiefs yeah. Raiders
1: might go on the other. You know, know. Bears Broncos. Eh. Could be could be a low scoring game there.
0: Did you say there's four games in the afternoon? I'm only seeing three. Oh, uh, there's only
1: three. You're right. Yeah, so only ten and three. three only three i'm i'm going to politely
0: i'm going to politely decline to watch bears broncos and uh, i'll I'll get the updates on that one i don't need to watch mitch trubisky and joe flacca trade blows
1: i'll you let me know how that game goes i'll 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 let you know figure that one out after (laughs) i don't know scott hansen he's got 10 games in the morning he's not gonna be able to go to the bathroom
0: hardest working guy in
1: sports Toughest job in America. Toughest job in
0: America. <laughs> this one goes out to Scott Hanson. Love that guy. Oof, love I miss him. him. I get fucking Andrew Siciliano every week. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do too. He's, he's been getting solid. better. He's 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 solid. He's solid.
0: Less nice. cheesy jokes. Yeah. He's he's no <laughs> Scott Hanson, but he'll do. He'll do. I'll take him. All right. Yeah. All right. We've gone too long. So uh looking forward to a great week of football. Love having
1: football yep. back. Good picks. Hopefully we gave out some winners again. We're three zero in the year. Yep, I'll keep if track you, or something. I'll keep if track. If you made it, if you made it this far into the podcast, you
0: deserve some money from us. So, um, all right, and uh, don't forget to keep smoking jewel.
1: <laughs> all right, will do. All right, later. all right, John. Talk to you later. later.
0: All right, thank you for listening to the Jawcast, uh, kids. Don't smoke jewels out there. Have a good one.